0: Christ Church, New Malden, 2nd of January 2022. Katie Loftman speaking at the United Service on Jesus and King Herod. Well, good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. First of all, oh, I'm too far from the microphone, is that it? I'll put it nearer. Okay. Now, who likes. Stories about kings and queens and princesses. Yeah, Stephen, we know Stephen likes stories about kings and queens and princesses, and a few other people too. I thought there'd be more people that would say yes to that, actually. Now, in this story that I'm gonna talk to you about this morning, there are two kings, no queens, and no princesses, so I'm sorry about that. But we do have two kings, a wicked king and a good king. First, I'll introduce you to the wicked king. I think you may have heard of him before. Here's a picture of him. Oh, I was going to ask you what his name was, but I think you might be able to tell. Anybody know what his name is? It's Herod. It's Herod. Well done, Rob. Good. Uh, so now this is a wicked king called Herod. And he ruled over a country called Judea. And this is where the Jews lived. So that's part of Israel now and Herod was the king when Jesus was born. So he ruled from 37 BC until Jesus was about four. And the funny thing is that although Herod was such a nasty king he actually did quite a lot of things that remind us of Jesus. Because Matthew talks about, Matthew's gospel talks about Herod in a way that makes us think about Jesus. So let's have a look at some of the the contrast between the things that the wicked King Herod did and the things that the good King Jesus did. Herod's life can tell us something about Jesus. First of all, Herod didn't rule by himself. He did what the emperor told him to do. You see, Judea was part of the Roman Empire. Who's done the Romans at school? Quite a few people, I'm pleased to hear it, so you will know that the Romans were very powerful and the Roman Emperor at the time that Jesus was born was called Caesar Augustus. And this is a statue of him and Caesar Augustus was Herod's boss. So Herod was very careful to do what the Romans wanted. So, the, so his wicked King Herod and his just as wicked boss, And uh, the trouble was that the Romans could be quite cruel and oppressive, and especially to small little countries like Judea. So Herod had to also be cruel and oppressive as well. And he was horrible to the Jews, and that's what made him a wicked king. But what can that tell us about Jesus? How can a wicked king tell us about Jesus? Well, Jesus didn't act on his own authority either. When Jesus was grown up, he told us himself in John chapter eight, verse 28, that he only did what his father, God, told him to do. But of course, Jesus is only good and he's acting on the authority of a good and loving God. So he's kind of like Herod, but the opposite. So going back to wicked King Herod, what kind of things do you think a wicked king would do? I'm going to get the microphone and ask people. So, think of something. OK. What would, a, what would a wicked king do? Who's got some ideas? Yes. Be very mean in common. Mean. Yes. Very mean. Commonly very mean. Uh, any other, th- any other ideas of really wicked things that a wicked king might do? Yes. Tell people what to do, a bit like a servant, just doing even worse things. Oh yeah, telling people what to do and telling them to do bad things. Yeah. Yes. And treating everybody like a servant. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Any other ideas? Yes. <laughs> Making unfair laws. Yes, unfair laws, that would be a wicked thing to do. Being really selfish and t- greedy and taking lots of money off people. Taking lots of money off people and being greedy and selfish, I think that's very wicked. Anybody got any other ideas? Yes. Ah, right, well, he's got a good idea in his head, but we're not sure what it was. Okay. or I'll get horrible feedback. Well, I can tell you that Herod was a terrible king and he did all those things and more. Everyone had to obey him, just like you said, and he got rid of anyone who he thought might try and take some of his power. So he was greedy and he hung on to power. And he made a special effort to get rid of anybody who might take away part of his kingdom. He was the king of the Jews and he was very proud of that. But he was such a horrible king that lots of Jews decided to leave the country. They moved away to new homes in other countries like Egypt, which was next door, or across the desert to Babylon, or even further away to Persia. Refugees trying to escape from Herod Because he was such a tyrant. But I said I was going to tell you about a good king as well. While Herod was busy being a wicked king and making life horrible for the poor Jews, something happened. A baby was born in Bethlehem. And do you know who that baby was? Shout out if you know. Jesus! Yes, that's right. Jesus! He is our saviour. And some wise men heard about this and they travelled a very long way following a star to come and find him. Now why did they do that? Well, let's see what they said themselves. If we ask the wise men, what are you doing? They said, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and we've come to worship him. Hang on a minute. What? What did they say? The king of the Jews? But that's Herod. (gasps) And Herod was a ruthless man. Do you remember what I said at the beginning? That he made a special effort to get rid of anyone who was likely to try and take away his power or take away any of his kingdom. So this is a disaster and Herod was furious. What can a wicked king do? What would any wicked king do? There's only one solution, kill the baby. But how, where is he? So he asked the wise men to come and see him and he pretended to be their friend and he asked them what was going on. So the wise men told him about Jesus and they said that he would grow up to be good king of the Jews. Now this made Herod very worried and really angry but he tried not to show it to the wise men and he asked them to come back when they found Jesus and tell him where he was. And he pretended that he wanted to worship Jesus the same as they did, but really he wanted to kill him. So off went the wise men and they did find Jesus but they didn't come back to Herod because God told them not to in a dream. And they realized that Herod was lying They didn't tell Herod where Jesus was because they knew that Jesus was special and they refused to put Jesus in danger like that. So Herod was left with a problem. Someone has been born who might grow up to take away Herod's kingdom, but Herod didn't know where he was, but he knew some men who did. Jesus' birth was prophesied in the Old Testament, so all he had to do was ask a priest. So he did. And the priest told him that it would be in Bethlehem. Interesting that the priests knew exactly who Jesus was. But A, they didn't try to go and worship him themselves. And B, they didn't seem to mind giving away his position to Herod, even though the wise men wouldn't. Anyway, Herod had to make sure that he got rid of Jesus, the newborn King of the Jews. Because he didn't, but because he didn't know which one was Jesus, he got his soldiers to kill all the baby boys in Bethlehem. And that's why Mary and Joseph had to get back on their donkey and run away to Egypt with Jesus quickly before the soldiers arrived. And when they got to Egypt, I think they would have found lots of other Jewish families already living there, people who'd left earlier to get away from other things that Herod had done. So Herod's horrible decree caused Jesus to find help and refuge in Egypt, just the same as Jesus' ancestors had done at the time of Jacob and Joseph when they found refuge in Egypt during the famine. So Herod tried to kill Jesus to make sure that he stayed king. But where is Herod, that king of the Jews, today? Well, of course, he died over 2,000 years ago when Jesus was little and his kingdom was eventually destroyed by the Romans. But Jesus, we know that Jesus was the Son of God, not just the King of the Jews. And now he's king of the whole world. He's a good and loving king and his kingdom will last forever. And speaking of kingdoms, Herod wanted to build his kingdom of Judea up into a fine modern country, and he built lots of new buildings. So what kind of buildings do you think Herod might have built? If you were a wicked king and you wanted to build some buildings, let me get the microphone. What kind of buildings do you think he built? Castles with laser cannons and callons that are everywhere, pointing everywhere, and a guard to fire it at anyone. That makes sense. Castles that are very heavily defended. Yes, I agree. What else might he have built? Oh. Huge, unescapable towers and prisons. Towers and prisons that you can't escape from. Any other ideas? What kind of things would a wicked king build? Lots of fancy statues of himself. Oh, fancy statues of himself. I think that's probably true, yes. Anything else? Okay. Oh, one more suggestion. Hello, Emily, what do you think? Pooh statues. Oh, more statues. Great. OK, well here are some of the things that Herod did build. A huge building at Abraham's grave called the Cave of the Patriarchs. And that building is actually still standing today, and it's still used as a place of worship. Lots of palaces, including this one called Masada. And most of his palaces, are all the other palaces are in ruins, but this one is, you can still go and visit it. A whole city which he named after his boss, the Emperor Caesar. So this is a town called Caesarea. And he built another city and named it after his dad as well. So that city is called Antipatris. But perhaps most importantly, he rebuilt the temple in Jerusalem, which was the centre of Judaism. The only trouble was, he put a great big Roman eagle on the side of it which was very offensive because it made it look as if it was a temple for worshipping the Romans instead of worshipping God. And he built lots of other things, including roads, waterworks, gymnasiums, etc. And if you go to that part of Israel today, you can still see the ruins of lots of those buildings, even though they were built 2,000 years ago. (coughs) Herod was building a kingdom and he was making it as spectacular as he could because the more special and grand his kingdom and his buildings were, the more wonderful and grand it made him look to everyone else. So most of his buildings were not actually made to help the general population. So like schools or roads or waterworks, most of them were made to show off how rich and clever and important Herod was And some of them, like Caesarea, were made to make the Romans pleased with him, to make him look more in favor with the Romans. And some of them, like the temple and the cave of the patriarchs, were to try and make the Jews think that Herod was a good king of the Jews. But although they were all built in Judea, they weren't really built to help the ordinary people of Judea, the Jews. And he built his buildings really big and strong, and it's as if he wanted his kingdom to last forever. But of course it didn't. And although Herod, although the, the, the buildings are all in ruins and long gone, although some of the ruins are still there, Herod and his kingdom are long gone. Now who else do you know who is building a kingdom? Jesus. When he came to earth as a baby he was starting a new process of building his kingdom on earth and everything he did throughout his life was to show us what that kingdom would be like. Jesus is a good king though so he's not building castles with dungeons and all those sorts of things and grand palaces. He's not building things that are all about power and showing off. His kingdom is about peace, justice forgiveness, sacrifice. That's what he's building his kingdom with, with those things. And all of these things can be summed up in one word, and that's love. So Jesus and Herod were both building a kingdom, and Jesus was the complete opposite of Herod. So Jesus was born King of the Jews, as the wise men said and he died with King of the Jews written above his head by Pontius Pilate. Herod, the wicked king of the Jews, died of a horrible disease when Jesus was a little boy. But Jesus rose from the dead on Easter morning and he lives forever. But now he's not just king of the Jews, he's king of the whole world. Herod did everything to show off his power and he killed all his enemies. But Jesus Everything he does, he does for us because he loves us so much. And he loves his enemies, he even loves his enemies, and he wants all of us to be his friend. Herod loved to show off how rich he was, but Jesus gave up all the riches he had in heaven as we just sang in that song. And he became a poor person so that he could rescue the poor people of the world. Herod forced lots of people to run away from his kingdom because they were scared. But the best thing of all is that Jesus invites all of us into his kingdom so that we can be with him forever. So that's the story of two kings, one wicked and the other wonderful. And the great news is that good King Jesus is here with us. Not just 2,000 years ago, but now, today. And he's our friend for eternity.